Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Logos Uncovered. I'm your host, Doug Brown, joined by my tag team partner, Andrew Whitman. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. You? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. For everybody who's listened to this uh, relatively current, uh, it's a few days after Christmas. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. How was y'all's Christmas, bud? It was fantastic. We were all together. Wonderful. It was quiet. We didn't... You know, the kids are older now, so we don't have to, like, traipse around everywhere, and it's a whole lot... It's more... The presents are more expensive. Right. They're smaller. Well, most of them. <laughs> The ones without four wheels. The ones without four wheels. In recording insurance. In recording, yeah. But no, it was great. And, you know, and we're looking forward to like a good new year together, you yeah. know, hanging out. And um, that's one of the great things about this, you know, COVID thing is that we're getting to spend a whole lot more time together as a family because we're right. just nowhere else to go. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So it's, it's great, man. I'm loving it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, we are uh, excited to be back. And, and we're, where we had, uh, we had left off. Um, John and Peter in the last episode were. Um, I feel like I'm flashing back like a Batman episode. You know, super best friends John and Peter were at the temple. That's and true. The they Saint Peter showed up. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally, that's what happened. Yeah. They were right. They, they got... were they were there at the temple. They were. We, we talked about how they they were just going to their doing their thing. Right. They're just walking to probably going to you know the synagogue to pray, worship, meet with other believers, and they saw this this gentleman who you mentioned been sitting there for like thirty years, guys. Yeah. 30, 40 something years old. He's over 40, so he's been sitting there, you know. Yeah, you know, crippled, can't yeah, walk. 25, and 30 years. Ask yeah. them, you know, reaches out to them, makes some sort of connection, gets their attention. They, they, they look at each other and he asks them, you know, hey, can you, can you help me? Ask, basically, ask them for money. He's panhandling. Yeah, he's panhandling. And Peter says, hey, look, I don't have any cash on me. Um, you know, and uh, my Venmo account's not working, so I can't <laughs> I can't send you money. But right. I, I'll give you what I do have, uh, which is in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And which is funny because we were talking about how that's not what the, like on this guy's radar. His ask was he, so small, small compared to what he got. Right, what he got was the ability to get up and go have a normal, healthy life. And um, and, and so we where we had just left off is they they were then preaching to. Of course, this turned into a church service right there, and how really we're talking yeah, about it was it's like, like the massive, ideal. Like everybody showed up. Like, like wait, wait, this dude's been sitting here for thirty some years, crippled. Now he's walking. Like what happened? And so they're explaining, hey, the, you know, Jesus, who you all rejected, you know, in your own ignorance, you know, not 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 hating on you, but you know, you kind of rejected him, didn't listen to him, put him to death. He rose, and and because of him and his name, this man is walking. And the Sanhedrin show up, and they're like, mm, we don't like this. Why don't you guys come with us? They do the little, their little powwow, and, and they're they're basically telling them, like, no more preaching in Jesus' name. Right, and then they said, remember, they said, now, the, what this happened was because it was the name of Jesus and faith in the name or faith right. in the basis of the name is what caused this whole thing to happen, right? So, and I kind of want to hone in today— um, what? Because they're going to see time and time, and we're going to look in the Book of Acts, and this is going to stretch out over years and decades. Okay, okay. a lot of times with the Bible so compressed, you could read the Book of Acts in one sitting, and you think it happened in like a week's time or whatever, right? So, but it didn't. It, it happened over a long period of time. It's a slow burn, if you will, of constant disrupting the status quo mm. by believing in and using preaching and doing everything in the name of Jesus, which is above all names. Remember it said, remember, or we started this whole thing off like in Philippians 2, where it said every knee, you know, in every knee shall bow, th things and beings in heaven, things and beings on the earth, and things and beings under the earth, which is in hell. Mm -hmm. They're all going to have to submit to the name. Now, these guys in the early church, they just believed that. Right. And then they acted on it. And just crazy stuff happened, and they're disrupting everything. What, what we're seeing for the first time, other than through the hands of Jesus, we're seeing just regular folks, believers, disciples, yeah, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. Correct, and and like that had never happened. Before. No, and they're and they're operating in faith on the basis of the name. Remember mm. the Great Commission: There's those that believe. And they'll be, and and are baptized or immersed into the body of Christ, and they'll you know, uh, well, let's just read it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 you know, sometimes I when I quote these things and I listen to some of these going back, and I'm like, 
in a live show, you say stuff and it comes out backwards. It happens to me quite often, you know, where I'm like, "That's <laughs> didn't not." Mean, it didn't, didn't come out. really mean that. Yeah, yeah, I did say I didn't mean it, but it comes out in a in a in a backwards fashion. And um, well, you know what? I don't have that that APT that you. Oh, here it is. I got all this stack of notes. I want to read that commission part again because it's so it lays it out right. So right. in Mark 16. It says, journey unto the entire world and proclaim the gospel and herald to every creature. The one committing trust and being baptized shall be saved. They'll get that package of salvation. So there's one group of people. They believe and they get the package of salvation. Right. Then there's a group that they, the, the ones that refuse to commit trust, they'll be condemned to punishment. They, they don't get saved. They get stuck with whatever they got. Right. Right. And then now these miraculous signs shall follow alongside the ones who commit trust on the basis of my name. Right. So there's the third group of people. There's the believers that get the salvation package, all the redemption. Then there's the ones that reject it, Christ rejectors. They don't, they don't buy in. And then there's the ones that believe on the basis of the name. And that's where all the miracles and the power happen. It follows right. those guys, not the ones that just believe on Jesus, but the ones that believe on the basis of his name. Right? Well, and what's really cool is in the story of John and Peter is they literally were doing exactly what that thing said. Yeah. They were going they about their business. They just forced gumped it, they right? Just, As I went. They and were then, just going. Right. They happened to be coming along. There, here's this guy. They yep. discipled to him. And in, in, a, in, in, in base, uh, on the, the basis of the faith in his name— Right. All these wonderful things started happening. Right, and, and they made really a cool. demand on the name. Remember, right. so she said, whatever you ask or demand or require of my name, I'll do it. Right? That was different than we saw whatever you asked the Father, petition the Father. So we kind of left them off. Remember, they came back and they had that prayer meeting, and they were saying at the end of Acts chapter 4 and verse um, 29, they don't say, oh, God, you know, get us out of this mess. They said, now, Lord, observe their threats and take them into account and grant your bondservants that we may declare your message of salvation of that redemption package with great confidence. And while you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders attesting miracles that take place through the name and the authority and the power of your holy servant and son, Jesus, and when they prayed, the place where they were meeting together was shaken." And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage. I, this is the begin. This is where it's disruptive to society. And a lot of folks, we don't believe in the basis of the name. And even if we do, we don't like to let it out there because we don't want to disrupt the status quo. Right. Because of the cancel culture. Right. That's what happened to these guys when they were beaten. We'll see that they 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 were like they were rejoicing that they were worthy. To uh, not just be beaten, but they were made infamous. They were worthy to bear shame. They were worthy of being canceled because of the name. They're not worthy of being canceled because of a political ideology. They didn't think it was worthy to be canceled because of their sports fanaticism. They didn't think it was worthy to be canceled for having an opinion mm. or a philosophy. Mm-hmm. The only way they they were glad that they you know we'll get canceled because of our faith in the basis of the name and that guy got healed after thirty years of sitting there begging really forty because he was in the, he was lame from the time he was born his parents said and he's over forty so you know what go ahead and cancel us it's a see but we're afraid to offend anybody but because we are but. Here's what we should be offending people with: healing, <laughs> yeah, health, yeah. right? You know, abundance that I can take care of your financial. Here's material provision. I'm sharing it with you in the name of Jesus. I wouldn't have this. That's what riches, honor, and life—the covenant. I have riches, so now I can go bless you in right. the name of Jesus. Right. Not just to you know spend it on my selfish stuff. Not just to consume it on my spell. Right. The redemption package isn't just for me to enjoy and have a great little party. I mean, yes, that's a byproduct, but we should be graduating to the people that believe in the basis of the name and then take this message to everybody. And that's what's so cool about the stories and acts as we go on is that they didn't just keep this to themselves 
in in their own little circle. No, they were going to places where like they would walk down the street and people would be bringing their lame and their sick. Which we're going to read right, right I now. Mean, like that's and that started happening. Like no just wonder. where they went. They're right. just walking down the street and people are getting healed. They want they lining people on the streets so that the shadow. Right of these guys would cross them so they would get healed. Remember, we they touched the hem of his garment. That yeah. was big, but the shadow. I mean, just the shadow <laughs> crosses crazy. me. I mean, right. So, uh, and we're gonna see this is what happened. And they're just walking down the street like they're going to Starbucks or they're walking down to pick up the newspaper or to meet a friend. As they go, it's not like a special mission they're on here. Right. They're just living their life. But they believe in the basis of the name, and they're disrupting all of society. Mm. Because how many know? And you're going to see it. We'll see if we have time today. We'll see it. That you start messing with, if people start getting healed, let's just say that every case, that every case of cancer, we nipped it and we could heal it. We just walk up in the name of Jesus and you're healed. What would that do to the economy? And who would not like that? <laughs> There'd be a lot of, a lot of companies that wouldn't like that. Right. And, yeah. and right there's a, a lot of invested parties would A lot of invested parties the masses, don't want healing. The masses would love it. The right. people would love it. People would love it. And that's what you're going to see here. Right. The people love this. The powers that be do not. That's why they got called in front of the Sanhedrin. They didn't like the the religious leaders of, you know, the day didn't like Jesus and they don't like these guys because it's messing with their power base, their economic pull on mm -hmm. people, and how to manipulate people for their own agendas. That happens when you use the name of Jesus and you believe in the basis of the name of Jesus. It messes with the status quo. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's language in here that says that the, it, you actually hazard your life for the name of Jesus. These guys hazarded their lives. They risked everything. This is why holiness, I say holiness is really patriotism. Because it's not your agenda, it's God's agenda. Not my will, Father, but your will. Not what I want, but you want. I'm willing, these guys were willing to put themselves out there, and God showed up every single time. People got healed. People got born again. People were saved, as in physically rescued from bad situations. Right. They were physically rescued from poverty and lack. They were physically rescued from having their minds tormented, from emotional, you know, uh, roller coasters, mood swings, and all kind of all the things that we are still deal with today that we're all bound up in. These guys, they showed up, believed in the basis of the name. They disrupted all that. But how many of you know that there is a lot of folks that stake their livelihood and their profit on the pain of others? Like, this is marketing 101. Right. Dial up the pain. Right. You know, agitate the pain, and then I will come, and you here's my product you can't that have will a help solve You can have a solution if you don't amplify the problem. Right. But this solution yeah. costs nobody anything. Right. And you can't make money on it. Maybe we'll have time to see that. Somebody was like, hey, give me this same power so I can make money on it. Here, I'll pay you. How much do I owe you to get Can I buy it from you? Right. <laughs> no, you can't. And it's not made. And listen, it's been perverted so people make money on it. Right. But there's really not a lot of power there if you look at it. Yeah. It's a lot of show, but I don't see like what happened here at the temple. And they're not really disrupting the status quo because here's, here's the clue that, that the power of the name of Jesus has inserted itself into a situation is it messes with the status quo. Right. It doesn't create a status quo. It messes with the one that's, that's here. Mm. It disrupts whatever there is that's going on here. So where we were last time, yeah. they, had, they had been jailed and beaten, and then sent home. Yeah, they weren't away. jailed. They were just beaten, and okay. they had to give it right. So we're going to find the jail part here so, next. And they said, don't ever talk about this in, anymore in this name. Don't preach in this name. So, And we're going to threaten. And if you do it again, then you're going to jail. So they got that part. Okay. So now I want to pick up here in Acts chapter 5 and verse 12. And remember, after they just had that prayer meeting and everything was shaken, right. here we go with verse 12 in Acts chapter 5. We'll pick up the story. And at the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders attesting miracles were continually taking place among the people. And by common consent, 
they all met together at the temple in a covered porch called Solomon's Portico. So this was like a public area. It's a walkway going into the temple. And so they all decided, let's meet up there. It's like if you and I were like, hey, let's yeah. all meet up at the, you know, the Walmart parking lot before we go on the youth group trip. Well, back before like cell phones, you had like right. pick a place to meet. And that's where you and that's what you did. Right. Yeah. So they're all going to meet up here. And, and, uh, but none of the rest of the people, the non-believers, they dared associate with them. Mm-hmm. So the visual we're having is like, like the, the boys and girls in middle school dance, right? Like one group's on one side and the other group's... <laughs> Right, they're the way other. over there, and they, they don't, do, they don't dare. They're, they don't they're afraid to associate with them. But right. look, however, the people were holding them in high esteem and were speaking highly of them. Interesting. So the people aren't canceling these guys. Yeah. These guys, they just got canceled by the powers that be. The people are afraid to come near them. Because what's going to happen they're to them. Right, what will happen to them. Yeah. But they hold them in high regard and high esteem, and they speak highly of them amongst themselves. And more and more believers in the Lord, crowds of men and women were constantly being added to their number. See how it's disrupting the status quo of the power of addiction, the power of sin, the power of sickness, the power of infirmity, the power of depression, the power of... It's all being disrupted and broken, and more and more people are being drawn to their numbers. And even the... Where does this come from? These people that are sitting on the outside watching, they're getting drawn in one by one. Mm -hmm. I don't see that. No. Today. No. Not in our culture, not here. I don't know where, yeah, I don't know where that's happening, but I don't see it. Yeah. If it's happening somewhere or it's even on, I mean, I've, I'm pretty plugged into the World Wide Web and the Internet and Christian groups all over, and I just don't see this. Right. I see a lot of the, what I just said had power over people, even in Christian groups, yeah. all over the World Wide Web. Yeah, we made this point before, is... Just an observation, not not judging necessarily, no. but you see, it's hard to tell. If you had a group of people in a room, it'd be hard to tell which ones are Christians and which ones are not. If you didn't already know, if just based already. on their lifestyle, right. the way that they talk, the things that they yeah, deal you with. You drive down my street, you don't, you don't, know, you don't know. You, you will, it, it looks like believers are living like the world. Correct. We're not, because we're not seeing these things. Because we're show not walking in this power, right? right? And then we're not in, inserting into the status quo of people that need this help. Right. Verse 15, to such an extent that even they even carried their sick out into the streets and put them on cots and sleeping bags so that Peter, when he came by, at least his shadow would fall on them with healing power. And the people from the towns in the vicinity of Jerusalem were coming together and bringing their sick with them who were tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all, how many? All. All Everyone. being healed. And I know we don't, in, in our society, we don't like to call it, you know, being tormented by unclean spirits and being tormented by, but we all say we all have our demons. You hear that in Hollywood, right? We were, people of the world know that. Whatever our addictions are, whatever yeah. our depression, those voices on the inside, our self talk, all, we're being tormented. Like, all these people came and got healed. So listen, here's the, the redemption package, and we should be bringing it because of our faith on the basis of the name. When we show up, there's spiritual healing, then there's physical healing. Then there's mental healing. I'm not tormented by these voices. Emotional healing. I don't have mood swings and I'm not living in fear and anxiety. Then there's social healing. I have good relationships inside my family, with the, the neighbor. Remember, these people that weren't even believers were all hold them in high regard. Right. They were looking up to them. And, right, and, they, and yeah. speak well of mm -hmm. them. Listen, when you're, when you're walking in this power, there's, the only people that are going to come against you are the ones you're messing with their power or their pocketbook. Right. The ones you're helping are not there. They love this. Yeah. Hey, you found this? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm with you. This, this is like, but so why are we so afraid to get canceled? Why are we so afraid to believe in the basis of the name and interrupt people's misery and affliction and lack with an infusion of the power and authority that comes from the basis of the name of Jesus. I don't understand it. Mm. Well, this gives us a clue. But the high priest stood up along with all of his associates because they're seeing all this happen, and that is a sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy and resentment. And they arrested the apostles and put them in public jail. During the night, now this is, watch this, watch what happens. 
So they went to jail. If you stop the tape right there and you end the episode, it looks like it was a loss. Right. We made the, we made the powers that be mad. They told us not to do this again. They said, should we obey God or you? We're going to go with God. They're helping people, like literally people that could not get help anywhere. Cancer getting healed. Yeah. They're doing the work like, that these guys should be doing. Right. <laughs> that they're obviously not. They arrest them and throw them in jail. This is why we don't do it because a lot of us don't even want to. We're just like, oh, let me just keep my head down. I don't want to. If I did walk in that power, I'd get arrested. But during the night, the angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and led them out. And he said, go stand, run away to another country. Is that what he said? <laughs> no, he didn't. What he said? Kind of the opposite. He said, go stand and speak in the temple to these people the words of, the, of life. Yeah, go continue. It go, says go, go, back, go back to work, dude. Go stand and continue to tell the people in the temple, in the courtyards, the whole message of this life, the eternal life revealed by Christ and found through him, through faith in him. And when they heard this, they went out into the temple courtyards about daybreak, and they began teaching again. Now, when the high priest and his associates arrive, they come in from work. They're at daybreak. They're out there at six o'clock. They're hitting the rush hour traffic, you know, preaching and teaching to everybody. These guys come rolling in with bankers' hours. It's you know retail hours. Ten o'clock. They come rolling in with their coffee and you know donuts or whatever bagels because they're high priests. They're you know, probably muffins, <laughs> biscotti. And and his associates they arrived and they called together the council, the Sanhedrin, the Jewish High Court, or the Senate, even all the council of the elders and the sons of Israel, and they sent word to the prison to have the apostles brought before them. But when the officers arrived, they couldn't find them in the prison, and they came back and said, they're gone. But we found the prison secured, it was locked, and the guards are standing at their doors, but when we opened the doors, we found no one inside. Now, when the captain of the temple guard, so here's the captain of the chief, or the chief of, you know, the, uh, or the chief of police, right? The commissioner, police, and the chief priests heard these things. They're greatly perplexed, wondering what would come of this. Where did these guys go? What's going on? But why they're having this, like, you know, oh my goodness moment. Verse 25, someone comes in and tells them, hey, the men you put in prison, they're standing right here in the temple area and they're teaching the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You Keystone cops. Yeah. Are you like, see like why would like let's not be afraid to get like tossed in the jail because when you actually believe you're all in, never shifting trust. We've talked about this before. When you're all in, the covenant's not a game. If you're in and you're out and you're in and you're out, don't try this at home because you're going to end up in jail and stay there. Mm. You're gonna I'll show you here in a minute that that like that. The, the, the apostles in Acts 15, they're sending some people with Paul and Barnabas up to the church of Antioch, and the ones that they send are the ones that have hazarded their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus. They're not sending anybody into combat mm -hmm. that and get them in over their head. Mm -hmm. It's people that, right, so start out where the risk is small. Mm -hmm. From learning, faith to growth. faith, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm not telling you to jump in here and get on a plane and, all right, I just saw... Oh, man, it's good. I saw a guy, he was imprisoned in a country that was closed to the gospel, and he was there for like a year, and he got out, and he's like, persecution is coming to the... Listen, man, I appreciate it. Did God tell you to go there, first off? And then if he did, what, what did you do while you were in prison? Because if you send me into the prison, if God sends me somewhere and I go into the prison, I'm there to reach somebody. In the not, prison. Right, not, not just to, to get tortured out. and be, right. And, right, you know what I mean? Why are you trying to get out? If God told you to go there and you're there, why are you trying to get in disobedience to get out? And then try and raise money off of it as soon as you did get out. Right. right? Persecution, you win. Stop being afraid of it. It's the cancel culture. You get, people get persecuted for dumb stuff. Right. But like you said, it's a sign that whoever is in power is very threatened by you, your presence, and what you're right. doing. And the people, that get, the people that get canceled for dumb stuff from the public, it's because you're not helping them any. Right. Yeah. You're just exposing the, to them. You're rubbing in their face the things that they're dealing right. with. The first thing that they would do is ignore you. That's the first thing they would do. Right. If you're if first, we'll just let this, this kind of go But away. then when you stir but them up, right. When you reach a certain level where we can't know, like we can't stop this from spreading. Right. Now we got to go deal with it and we're going to put these guys in jail. and Right, yeah. which is, just makes it worse because <laughs> when you have power, this is the thing. When you're operating in the basis of the name of Jesus and you're all in with the covenant, never shifting trust, and you're walking in this, 
It's impossible for you to lose. Hmm. Yeah, he's a step ahead of whatever. Six steps, ten yeah. steps, whatever. It's, it's almost yeah. a joke. It's like hilarious. Yeah. It, you know, it's like, you know, a 30-year-old playing against nine-year-old little leaguers, <laughs> you know, in soccer or baseball, whatever. So, so then in verse 26, the captain goes back with the officers and brings them back. So then they go arrest them but without hurting them because they were very afraid and worried that the people would stone them, the police officers. So they're like, would you please come with us? And they're like, sure. <laughs> so they brought them and presented them before the council, the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, and the high priest questioned them, saying, we gave you strict orders not to continue teaching in this name, and yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and you intend to bring this man's blood on us by accusing us as his murderers. Wait, time out. This man meaning Jesus? Yeah. That's hilarious. You, you mean, did I mean, do I mean, it. Like, that's, that's literally... Stop gaslighting, dude. Yeah. You did it. Stop saying, like, well, we didn't do it. Yeah. Right. Wait, some guys, if you guys don't stop to people who think we did this, like... Yeah. You did do it. Everybody was here. You were the one right. that said, give us we Barnabas. Saw, yeah, correct. We were there. Crucify we, him. Stop trying to change the... Ne- you I know. just think that's funny. Yeah, it is funny. But see, history is keeps repeating itself. Yeah. Human beings are the same then as they were just now. Just deny, deny, deny. And, correct. Yeah. Again, people act like this is something new. It right. is. Spin zone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Verse 29. Then Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than men. We have no other choice. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you put to death by hanging him on the cross. You are responsible. God exalted him to his right hand as prince and savior and deliverer in order to grant repentance unto Israel and to grant forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has bestowed upon all of those who obey him. Now, when they heard this, they were infuriated, and they intended to kill the apostles. Now, if you stop the tape right there, it, it looks really, really it bad. It doesn't look good. Like, yeah. This is not going in a good direction for these guys. Well, Peter, why didn't you just say, oh, we're sorry, you know, we didn't mean to offend anybody. Yeah. What yeah. would be a what would be a, a Sanhedrin approved message we could preach in yeah, the courtyard? Yeah, what is it okay? Would you we guys get some say, notes for us, right? We'll do what you know. We're not trying to rock the boat. No, he, he they say don't try to put this blood. They're like, you did do it. Yeah. You did kill him. The yeah. blood's on you. You were the one that hung him on the cross, right? In verse thirty-four, about a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law of Moses, highly esteemed by all the people, stood up in the council, the Sanhedrin, the Jewish court, and ordered that the men be taken outside for a little while. So he's like, let's have a sidebar. Yeah. Now, this guy, Gamaliel, he is like the top guy Okay. in their world. There's nobody that is more respected, more esteemed, more famous than this guy. In fact, it's hilarious because Paul always uses him in his bio. I studied at the feet of Gamaliel, right? So he's always right. dropping that name. Right. You know how I drop big names in my Bible? Paul right. does the exact same thing. And this is the, the name that he was dropping. And we'll see how wise this guy actually is. He says, like, get them outside for a while. Let's talk about it amongst ourselves. So they have a closed session. They get all the C-SPAN cameras out. Right. Then he says to the council, men of Israel, be careful in regard to what you propose to do to these men. For some time ago, Thudius rose up claiming to be somebody of importance, and a group of about 400 men allied themselves with him. But he was killed, and all that followed him were scattered and came to nothing. And after this man, Judas the Galilean rose up, and he led an uprising during the time of the census, which, remember, the census was when Mary and Joseph, right? right, And drew people after him, and he also was killed, and all his followers were scattered. So in this present case, I say to you, Let's stay away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or action is of men, just merely human in origin, it's going to fail and be destroyed. But if it is of God, and it appears that it is, you will not only not be able to stop them, but you'll be found fighting against yourself, found fighting against God. Could could we have found a voice of reason among Uh, the council? Right. Now, so... How long does it? So they do listen to him right now, but it doesn't last long. Let's just say, like, where does this go from here? Because where was he, like, like three weeks ago when Jesus was killed? Or, like, whatever, it was six weeks ago when Jesus was killed? Or, you know, because they weren't listening to him then. 
it's his the name's same not, player. But his name's not mentioned. It's not mentioned. That, right? Maybe he wasn't there. I yeah. don't know. But it's know. the same group. Right. The high priest is the same high priest that smoked Jesus on the beard. This right. one is like, you know. Which is funny that one of them is kind of like, hey, wait a minute, guys. Like, let's, yeah. let's, just, let's, just, let's just hold up for a sec. So the council, the Sanhedrin Jewish High Court, took his advice, and after summoning the apostles, they flogged them and ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and they released him. So they left the council, watch this, verse 41, they left the council rejoicing that they had been considered worthy, dignified by indignity to suffer shame for the sake of his name. Now, do you have the King James? I do. Would you read that verse in the King James? And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. That word suffer shame is literally canceled Render infamous. Correct. Contempt, maltreat, despise. They were dishonor. canceled. Rendered infamous. Yeah. Whenever we turn on somebody, yeah. they they were hashtag me too'd, if you will. Right. Or whatever canceled. They, they were, but see, they are happy. You know what? Go ahead and cancel me yeah. for getting this guy healed. And all these people are lined on the streets with sleeping bags and sleeping mats. And my shadow passes and they're healed of cancer and covid and aids and heart disease and any right you know please because cancel me they're recognizing that these guys are like the neighborhood bully they got their little square block of turf and 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 but with theirs what they know is that this is going way beyond the neighborhood it's going beyond the town beyond the city beyond the state this is going like multi-nation wide it's going worldwide yeah it's viral so they're like yeah. Go ahead, cancel us. Yeah, right. So, right. So, and then <laughs> you would think now after that, what would you, is that, if you stop the tape there, they're glad they got canceled. They got canceled. That's the end of it. They're shame. They can't get a job anywhere. They've been blacklisted. Yeah. You know, you'll never get another client. You think it'd be, okay, let's go back. Maybe let's rethink our strategy. Maybe we'll, we'll, you know, look, let's, let's do not do that say. again. We got beaten. It's yeah. really not good. They're really the, furious. They should they're be nice to, guys. They almost and do killed they us in there. Right. It wasn't for, you know, yeah. Gamelia, we would have been smoked. Maybe man. we maybe, maybe we, we missed something. Back it off a little. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we're being zealots. Yeah, you know who are we attracting with yeah, this? Yeah, we need these know, guys. We need, we need these are powerful this. people. Then, they you know, know people. Right. We need and then you go home to like Peter's wife. What is she thinking? You know, listen. You left the fishing business. You did that thing with Jesus, and now you're doing. Now you almost got killed. What's going on? Like what? You know? Yeah, where's this going, guys? We're gonna get the house repossessed. Stop it. We can't even get a job now. Everywhere we go, people, you know, you're, you've been blackballed. So what they do in verse 42 is, and every single day in the temple area and in homes, they did not stop telling and teaching the good news of Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. They tripled down some more. Yep. They don't even care. That, you know what? I thank, And I'll tell you this. You cancel me because I, I, through me, you were healed of cancer. Through, because I was operating in the name of Jesus, cancel me all you want. But that person, you know, I would say, hate me on the back end. The people whose lives have been affected by this good news and the power of the name of Jesus, they're only happy for the messengers and the agents of, you know, the, those that fulfill the commission were the agents or the ambassadors. They're happy that we showed up. Hmm. I've never had anybody try to, like, return a healing. Right. And want their, right. you know, I, I, I want to turn this, give this back to you, and I wish you were never in my life. I've never heard anybody tell me that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to keep that, that cancer. Okay. Never, never had it happen. Right. And we've, and we've had many. I mean, get, you know, the harder, quote, quote, the case, the easier it is for me to operate to come in with the name of Jesus. If you're laying incapacitated, I just need a little bit of permission to come in. And in fact, if you can't, if you're like unconscious, it's easier for me because I don't have to fight your mouth. Right. And your unbelief. Right. Just let me come in and do my thing. Let my shadow pass over you. Right. Let me, let me come in there. Let me lay my hands on you and command this, you know, the sickness in the name of Jesus. And then we could be on our way. But if you want to push back, like remember, this guy was expecting something. There's any, people don't want it. You can't force it on them. Mm. That's probably one of the things that 
when you read this story, the beginning of it, it's yeah. easily missed. And, it, and it's easy to miss that. Yeah. And all, a lot, all of Jesus' miracles is that the people that received came to him. Right. He Remember wasn't that. going one out. One time he went, one time. One time. At the beginning. Like, if you first started doing, your people were getting healed, What would be, you got this now, this superpower, if you will. Right. What would you want to do first is go home. To the people that, that know you. That you know, that you grew right. up with. So he goes yeah. to his hometown of Nazareth, and he's shocked because he says he could not do any mighty work there because of their unbelief. Yeah. And after that, you never see him f- take healing to anybody. People always came to him right. and asked him for it or actually took it from him. I mean, the, the lady with an issue of blood touched the hem of his garment, stole one. Mm. Like he's like, hey, who touched me? Power went out of me. I didn't. Right. I didn't get. I didn't get permission for that. And then you see here where it, it progresses, where they're bringing people out. They're seeking them so much. They're bringing, wheeling them out to the edge of the street just so their shadow, so shadow can pass over. Them. Yeah, and be yeah. like they, they're not having to look for people to help. Those people are coming to them. And that's that's a point worth worth really meditating on is how many of us are drawing people to us like that. Versus having to go out and look for him, you know, I don't know. It, us as a as a society, you know, a body of believers. No, right? I'm with you, man. You I'm know? just, it, you know, I'm t- <sighs> this for me, and you've known me a long time. It's been one of the pebble in my shoe is the lack of power that the church walks in. That Christianity is a philosophy, right? It's an ethical philosophy. It's a code of behavior now. Right. It's not changing life. It's not bringing life. Right. We're not infusing power. Like people, people come to me all the time asking me, you know, because they know I hear from God or whatever. Could you, you know, pray for me that this happens? What? That's a courtesy prayer. If I do, if I do, like, well, do you believe it? If you hmm. did believe it, well, who, who's the one that can make this happen? Let's just ask that. Who's the one? Who's the one that could make it happen? Whatever it is that you're asking for me, who's actually the one that could make that happen? It's you. It ain't me. Yeah. It's the the Father. Oh, well, it's Jesus but, and the Holy Spirit. Right, but He's the one. It's your. You have to actually believe in the things. Correct. You're saying. So, but you're yeah, coming. But they're to doing me. the work. Right. They're doing right. So yeah. you have to go to the Father. Don't come to another man. Here's what. I, right. So I have somebody be like, well, you know, we don't have any. You know, I, I, we're here's one. We're unable to. You know, fi- I just got this message today. It's it a church in Africa. In our village, we're unable to, you know, fix our building. Well, so can you give us money? No. Why would you say you're unable to do anything? Because it, my Bible tells me that I can do all, all things. things through Christ who strengthens me. So now when you're saying you're unable to do anything, then I know you're not operating in the name. You're not even operating in him. Because it says through Christ who strengthens me, not through the name, but just through the part that you believe on him. So the fact that you're telling me you're unable to, and then you're looking to a man to like you're working an angle that you're like, I'm going to open my pocketbook. Do I have the money to do it? Yes. Did God tell me to do it? No. Right? Because I'm waiting for God to tell me, not for you to come try and get it out of me. Right. You're, what you're saying Peter is, and John are just walking along, and then they give them, they infuse this guy. He's expecting money. Mm-hmm. He gets something better. He's right. Are you following this? Mm-hmm. But he's expecting from. If you're telling me you're unable to do something, you're not expecting anything, right? So I'm not giving you any money. But here, here's here's what I'm giving you. Why don't you go ask the Father if He told you to build this church, to start this church in in Africa, and your building's falling down? Who should you go to first? If He told you to do it. Where do you go first? Because yeah. otherwise, the name doesn't mean anything. Right. You go to him first. Right. Because who's yeah. the name above all names? Yeah, it's Jesus. Who's the, yeah. the ba- right? We went through all this stuff with the basis of the name. Go there first. And only if he told you to do something, like if he told me to go into one of these countries and I got thrown into, into prison. <laughs> As long as I know that he told me to do it and I'm operating, it's going to be a win just like these guys. Right. It may be uncomfortable in the in the meantime. It may, it may not look good like these guys. You may get, you know. But even then, you don't but, even care about com- I, comfort levels. I don't even care. If I'm being obedient. Right. I've been plenty of uncomfortable. For my, we didn't even read the next part. When they do, they do lock them up again, right? They, 
One of the the James and John, remember James and John, the sons of thunder? Yeah. James gets killed. Herod kills him. Then they lock Peter up. Hmm. Well, God has to intervene because they're not listening. He told them to go into the world, stop hanging out in Jerusalem. So years goes by, and they're all having this party at Jerusalem. In fact, they all became socialists. I was going to ask you about that. Because you're right, there's a lot of these things that kind of just happen, then this happened, then this happened. Like, it seems like it's all, it's hard to understand the timeline here right. and what's happening, but a lot of things are going on as this whole movement's getting started. Right, so that part in chapter 5 that I left out is Ananias and Sapphira when they were selling all their property, right? right? And the husband comes in and we settle for this much and we're giving it all and they're not. Right. So he drops dead, and then three hours later, the wife comes in after she did her makeup and spa. She comes in, and she agrees, yeah, that's what we sold it for, and then she drops dead. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, which would be great, because why? You know, I would love to see that in church today. You're lying to the Holy Ghost. You don't last long. <laughs> um, but what happened is that everybody is pooling all their resources. They're selling everything and giving it to the church, and then everybody is living off of, and it becomes a socialist commune. Do, do we know why that happened? Is there, It is sounded there a like a good thing at the beginning. Yeah. But what happens is they realize, and God's like, no, this is, but now what they're doing is becoming, they're becoming a closed society. They're becoming reclusive right, that's and not inwardly the, focused. Correct. They're yeah. like, it's like a monastery kind of thing. It's like, almost like, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm spitballing here, extrapolating, but it's almost like maybe it is if, as they were being canceled they huddled. retreated huddled yeah. circled the wagons and just kind of hunkered down right and, and they're and, not obeying because they were supposed to go into right, the right. commission remember an acts was <laughs> go after out. the holy spoke yeah. then here judea samaria right and the uttermost right. parts of the jerusalem judea samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Not everybody hang out in Jerusalem. Right. We sell all of our stuff and we start a commune. Because we had to, because nobody will do business with us. <laughs> or whatever. So, right. Yeah. So, but what happens with this, and you'll see, every, if you look through Paul's missionary journeys, he's constantly, the, all three of them, he is collecting money to take it to the, the church in Jerusalem because they're in absolute poverty. Hmm. Why would they be in absolute poverty? Because they ran through all their, co they sold all their property. They have no businesses. They're not generating an income, and they're living in this commune. And now the rest of the body of Christ throughout all of Asia and Europe has to keep sending money back to them because they're they're complete paupers because they tried this socialist exercise, which nobody told them to do. No one. In fact, it was the opposite of what they right. were told. So it's the opposite of believing in the name of Jesus and the basis of the name. Right. They're not fulfilling the commission. They're doing. So then, when James gets killed, then they start to scatter. After Peter gets captured, he's in prison. Then the angels take him out, mm -hmm. and then and says, "Go away." Now, remember the first time the angel told him, "Do what? Go back to the go back temple. there. Right. Get back right. out there and keep teaching." This time, the angel tells him, "Go far, far away." Are you, are you? Yeah, because I can't. You know, God can't use you if you're not going to be. If you're dead, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> so it's in Acts chapter eight. Okay. We got time for this. One? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Let me see if it's. Do I have it right? Am I right or that check? Well, eight starts with Saul. Yeah, so Saul, this is right after, it is, this is after Stephen. Yeah, so Stephen's death, Saul was there with the coats. Now, Philip, right, um, in verse 4, now the believers who had been scattered, see what happened? Yeah. See, Stephen gets killed, and they get scattered. They didn't leave until Stephen gets killed. They stoned Stephen. Well, why did Stephen get killed? They weren't supposed to keep being there. They're supposed to go. Let's go back to six. All right. That's the story I was talking about. Now, about this time, the number of disciples was increasing, a complaint's made. So that's how Stephen comes to being, okay? They're complaining about this socialist, the Greek Jews we're not getting taken care of as good as the Jerusalem and Judea Jews. Right. So now we need... Are you seeing how we're totally off now? We're inward focused. They're getting more than we are. 
So the 12, and, and the daily serving of food, because everybody put, pulled all their, now we're in this commune. Right. And the, so the 12 say, listen, it's not appropriate for us to neglect teaching the word so that we can distribute the food. Therefore, choose men among you of good character. So then they choose seven. Philip is one of them. Stephen is one of them. And, and, and so this commune begins to, are you seeing this? It's like, yeah. it's totally not what they should be doing. So then Stephen goes and he preaches and he goes back to the high council and they kill him. Right. The time before when Peter and John are the high council, they let him go. Then they bring him back and then they let him go. And then they just go back and do it again and nothing happens to them. Then they decide to set up this commune, this socialist experiment where everybody just, you know, we're going to feed each other and hey, everybody's going to hang out. Then Stephen goes and they kill him. And he preaches just basically the exact same message. Right. So, uh, and off they go. So then Saul, he's standing there with the people that are holding the coats that are stoning Stephen. Then they begin to scatter. And then Philip leaves, and he's an evangelist. So he goes up into Samaria, because remember, what was the word? Jerusalem. Yep. Judea. Samaria. Samaria. And then the right. So he at least, he's like, well... You know what? Maybe I should listen to this. So he goes up into Samaria. So in Acts chapter 8, did that catch you up? Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I had to get the background. Because all of seven is basically Stephen's Yeah, yeah. It's monologue. all Right, right. It's his, yeah, and then he, they stone him. Yeah. Which, how did that happen? Because you're not supposed to be here. You were supposed <laughs> yeah. to go Jerusalem first, which they did. Yes. People are coming to Jerusalem. They're bringing them. And then they, this is what we do, though. You start to see the power of God, so then we just hang out here. Right. Because this is good. I, I'm getting comfortable. I don't want to get back to the, And they start a new status quo. This is how we know that the name of Jesus, right? Because what did I say? was that When you're operating in the basis, what happens? Yeah, status gonna, quo gets upset. Right. Now we've created a status quo. We see this this is why the church is the way it is. We have a status quo so in the church. We don't want to If you're up. not constantly you know poking the status quo, challenging the status quo, disrupting it. Disrupting yeah, you're, it. You're not operating you're not in the operating commission. In the power. Yeah, right. You're, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so <laughs> so Philip finally he's like, "All right. Uh we're all getting scattered." Um so in verse 4 of uh, Acts chapter 8 the believers who have been scattered went from place to place preaching the word and the good news of the salvation through Christ. Philip the evangelist, who was a deacon in chapter 7 and now chapter 8, he's an evangelist. He got promoted after he got scattered. <laughs> went down into the city of Samaria. Now, it's really going north. I want to say they say go down because Jerusalem is up on a hill. Sure. So when they, they go down the hill, but yeah. Samaria is actually up. It's north. Right. So he goes up, goes down north to the city of Samaria and begins proclaiming Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one to them. The crowds gathered and were paying close attention to everything Philip said. And as they heard the message and they saw the miraculous signs which he was doing, validating his message for unclean spirits, demons shouting loudly were coming out of many who were possessed and many who had been paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was great rejoicing in the city. This guy, he was not an apostle. He was the dude that was waiting on tables a minute ago. And now he's like, well, I better take this commission to heart. And now they're calling him an evangelist because he just did what Jesus did. He finally, someone finally does what Jesus told him to do. Yeah. Let's go back to the source. Remember what he said. And yeah. Are we doing this? No. We're not. All right, well, if nobody's going to, I better do it. Because it was working in Jerusalem yeah. until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. And now it's time to skiddy on up the road. Yeah. So he goes, and now he's preaching this message, and look what happens. The same exact thing. There's the power of Jesus. Yeah. All these signs are following him. Do you know about how many years go by between? I mean, do we have an idea, roughly? I could look it up, but it's not really. It's not. It's like in the first like year or two. Okay. It's not, okay. This it's is not pretty early long, on. Yeah, it's I not gotcha. a long okay. period of time okay. right now. It doesn't stretch out that long. Okay. But I would have to check Yeah, no, that's fine. All right, so yeah. um, I could. Now you got me curious, right? So let me look. But what I mean, what you're, my point is that this is still yeah. early on. It, it's, it's not, it's it not is like still early on. It, it took them five years to get the message to Jerusalem. I'm and, hoping and, not. 
I don't I don't see because uh, usually I put the AD timelines in. Yeah, my, I don't have that Bible with me that has the timelines per chapter. So I'll get, I I yeah, have to well, look we'll, and get we back. Can, to we can we can get yeah, next yeah. week. It's no big deal. I just so, was curious. Yeah. But it's early on in the ministry. It is. It's saying. early on, okay. right? So uh, yeah, because it's the first time they're finally leaving Jerusalem. It <laughs> yeah. hasn't gone anywhere yet. Okay, so he goes to Samaria, and all this happens. Now, verse 9. Now, watch this. Remember what I said about the status quo, and then you're messing with people's pocketbooks. Right. And then, but what? Now, there was a man named Simon who previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, claiming to be someone great. So he's the great Kazansky or whatever. Yeah. You know, oh, the great Oz, and he's, the, you know, he's doing the show. Who was the great Oz? He was the, the guy, press the digitation, right? <laughs> the great Oz. They all paid a great deal of attention to him from the least to the greatest, saying this man is what is called a great power of God. The great power of Oz. It's very similar. <laughs> this guy. He's a, everyone pays attention to him. They esteem him. They were paying attention to him because for a long time he had mystified and dazzled them with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news gospel about the, watch this, about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus, they were being baptized, both men and women. He's not just preaching kingdom, he's also preaching what? The name. The name of Jesus. And this guy, who is the grand poobah of the city of Samaria, everyone held him inside, everyone paid him attention and high esteem. Now they're not because of real. He did little magic tricks. Philip brings the basis of the name and brings to bear the name, preaches the name, and all the power that comes with it, fixing everybody's ills and changing the status quo. Mm. Even Simon believed Philip's message of salvation, and after being baptized, he continued on with Philip. And as he watched the attesting signs and great miracles taking place, he was constantly amazed. Then when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of... Oh, the apostles are still in Jerusalem. <laughs> when they heard that there's people in Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Maybe you guys ought to go up there and make sure that Philip's doing it right. You know, he ain't even an apostle. He's not even... He's, he was a deacon now. You know, look. They came down and they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for he had not yet fallen on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus as his possession. So they're born again, but they're not filled with the Holy Ghost. Right. The Holy Ghost is in them. He's not upon them with the power. Right. So then when Peter yeah. and John laid their hands on them one by one, they received the Holy Spirit. Now Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of hands. He offered them money. Money saying, give me this authority and power too, so that anyone whom I lay my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said, may your money be destroyed along with you because you thought you could buy the free gift of God with money. You have no part nor share in this matter because your heart and your motive and your purpose is not right before God. So repent of this wickedness of yours and pray that the Lord, that if possible, this thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are provoked by bitterness and bound by sin. But Simon answered, pray to the Lord for both me, for, uh, pray to the Lord for me, both of you, that nothing that you said would come upon me. So he repents. Yeah. But he had the money motive going here. Right. You see how the status quo is messed up? It's messed him up, so he's going to try and buy his way back into his position because that's all he knows. Mm -hmm. Then it says they returned to Jerusalem. <laughs> God, these guys never learn. They went back to Jerusalem. At least they stopped in like in the Samaritan, you know, some of the villages. But uh, well, another, now watch it. So they go back. But the angel of the Lord goes to Philip. See, see who's God's going with is the, the person guy who's, who's going with doing the work. Correct. Are you following yeah, this? The guy who's just like, hey, we should do that because Jesus said it. I'm going to go do it. If y'all want to come with me, great, but this is where I'm going. That fast, the angel of the Lord stopped messing yeah. with Peter and John and was over with Philip. That fast. Yeah. Because you're not doing... Well, listen, here's... In the book of Joshua, before Joshua goes in and they take the city of Jericho, the angel of the Lord, 
captain of the host. It's really pre-incarnate Jesus. Right. That's the angel of the Lord standing there. And, and Joshua said, are you for us or for our enemies? And what did the angel of the Lord say? He said, neither. Neither. See, people be like, God's on our side. No, God's on God's side. You could be on his side. So are you for us or our enemies? Neither of you. How shocking is that? He's not for, he's not for you or your enemies. And, so, and why is that real quick? Because he's for all human beings. Because they're all his kids. Correct. Just because you're fighting with one doesn't mean he is. Right. Even if they're of a different religion or, or whatever. Right. Wherever. He still created them. And see, yeah. this is where the, I said this a long time ago, I think, on this, that I really work hard every day to make sure that my perception of people is yes. through uh, what is possible through the redemptive plan of Jesus. Yeah. See him as God sees him. Correct. Right. And what's possible, what what potential they have. They have if yeah. they get a hold of this message yeah. instead of screaming it. So anyway, the angel of the Lord, verse 26, tells Philip, hey, since I got somebody who's doing something. See, the angel of the Lord didn't tell Philip to go to Samaria. God didn't tell him to go. To, he just said, Jesus said, go to Samaria. He remembered that was the Correct. The, the, I'm the going to go back on the last rhema that I had. The last thing Jesus said was that Samaria is next on the list, so I'm going to go. Now, all of a sudden, he's infused with power. All these miracles happen because he's the one that went. And now, look, the angel of the Lord says to Philip, hey, get up and go to the south road that runs from Jerusalem down to Gaza. So he got up and he went down there, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a man of great authority, the official of the court of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, so he's the secretary of the treasury, who's in charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem to worship, and he was returning, sitting on his chariot, and was reading the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, which I call the gospel of the Old Testament. Right. Because there's Jesus everywhere. Every, he's all over. Everywhere. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go up and join that chariot. So Philip ran up and heard the man reading the prophet of Isaiah and asked, hey, do you understand what you're reading? And the Ethiopian said, well, how could I understand unless someone guides me correctly? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now this was the passage of Scripture that he was reading. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter. As a lamb before the shearer is silent, he does not open his mouth. In humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So he's talking about when they killed Jesus. Right. The eunuch replied to Philip, uh, please, about whom does this prophet say this? About himself or someone else? <laughs> hey, glad you asked. Philip spoke and beginning with this scripture, he preached what? Jesus. Jesus to him, explaining that he is the promised Messiah and the source of salvation. And they continued along the road. They came to some water, and the eunuch exclaimed, Look, water, what forbids me from being baptized? And Philip said to him, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he replied, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He ordered that the chariot be stopped. Both Philip and the eunuch went down in the water. Philip baptized him, and when they came up out of the water. The Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip and carried him away to a different place, and the eunuch saw him no longer, but he went on his way rejoicing. And Philip was found himself. He found himself at Azotus, which passed through and preached the good news of salvation to all the cities until he became to Caesarea um, Martima. So he's uh, completely across the other side of the county. Hmm. Meanwhile, this Ethiopian heads back. Right, so he's in the Gaza Strip, and now he's yeah. up top of the Mediterranean coast. So it's like he went from one the southern part of Israel to like the northern yeah. part of Israel on the coast, the desert yeah. to the coast. And are you following all this? This is because Philip is just believing in the basis of the name. He's preaching the name. He's operating. And what did the, and the apostles, they went back. But then the Ethiopian heads back to Ethiopia, and he, of course he takes this with him. Correct. And, and how then many there's people? a massive, like even right. to this day. Ethiopia is a stronghold in the church. Mm. A stronghold of believers. Started, right yeah, here. absolutely, right here. Yeah, because Philip and, and here we are. Two thousand. Philip was willing and obedient, just doing the job, doing the work. Mm. Are you? Yeah, I that's, mean, yeah. And there's more. Wait, there's more. There's so much more. We didn't get to it today. We will though, because I, I want to look at this. I know. I'll look up your question about the timeline so we could get a, a better look at the timeline next week. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. I think it's fair. Yeah, I got it in my notes. I just don't have it on the notes that I have yeah. with me. 
you caught me. Well, but I, th- I think the central theme I'm taking away from this is when you get Rama. Do, do it. Do it. And and you and, know what? You and, don't get any more until, until you do the last one. Right, right. You're not gonna get you're gonna get the next assignment if the first assignment isn't isn't complete. You don't you don't get to third grade if you can't pass second grade. Right? I mean, it's just it's just the way it works. So let's just make it real. The Great Commission is given to each one of us. Mm-hmm. Jesus gave that. That was his spoken word to the church. If you're a believer, the Great Commission applies to you. As you go, you should be operating in the basis of the name and these signs should be following you and you should be disrupting the status quo first in your little spot then push it out like so first in your little house in your neighborhood then in your city and then in your county and then the uttermost parts of the earth that's really what the jerusalem judea samaria uttermost Mm -hmm. parts of the earth right you should be pushing out your airspace as i used to say all the time right clock 1.0 right as you go does your shadow heal people is anybody lining up to get under your shadow? Is anyone lining up to be under your wing? Is anybody lining up? And then is it is is your approach is your work resulting in challenging disrupting the status quo? Right. And I I mean even if you just just one just say somebody who is fighting cancer and the whole family's dealing with it. And you came in and you ministered healing to them in the name of Jesus, on the basis of the name of the faith in the name, they get up and they're done with it. You've just disrupted their status quo. Right. Yeah, you don't have to go like to the government. No. It's like, their status quo was right. They right. their status quo somebody's was, personal right. status quo. Correct. Right. I it yeah. does it what should go all the way up to the big Because reality, I mean the the, the the their status quo is the reality they're accepting. The circumstances they're yes. they're they're either accepting they feel or like this is my lot in life given. they're dealing like if somebody who has depression yeah or anxiety and you go minister the the redemptive package to them you preach them the name of Jesus and the kingdom of God like Philip did yeah you just disrupted the status quo of depression and anxiety yep. now you're operating in the name yeah I've had that opportunity before. It's been a little while um, since it was real in depth, but I had that opportunity in my own neighborhood a little while back. Um, just walking the dog, yeah, and happened to meet up with somebody and got into a conversation I didn't expect to have, and had no idea what that person was dealing with. Right, everything looked good on the outside. Sure, had no idea there was a lot of turmoil and a lot of pain and depression going on, and and um, it was a it was a really powerful experience. But just to be present in in, in just as you were going, as I was going, walking the dog. Yeah, not even you. Yeah. There's nothing spiritual about and the, that. And the other thing too, I think, is is maybe this is something to touch on more next time too. Is it's not it's not our job to get results for somebody else. Like we cannot tie when we're when we take this approach of bringing life and peace in His name, the power of His name. If, if somebody doesn't believe it. That's not on us. Right. Remember Jesus, that was the first, the second group yeah. that he's, the people that don't believe. Right. That's on them. That's on them. And I'm not even going to try and convince you to believe. Right. But I think the point of like just sharing the good news that, hey man, whatever issue you have, you don't have to, you don't have, have to, to have, have this. Right. You don't have to have it. Right. So you see somebody why I'm took like, it for, right. for, from so you. Here's somebody, you then you're bringing that. Then you have people in the church coming like, we're not able to do this. Can you send me money? Yeah. How would you even take the name? That's taking the name in vain. Yeah. Because you're not really believing in... No, you're yeah. not believing. You're just... You're, yeah. you're using it as a way to manipulate people. Right. Versus if you if you took what you had and you made it better and you brought power, even to that little thing you have, you brought right. power to that, it would probably build something that would it, attract people. People would. would want to give right. to you. It's like all you, you have to do is show up. Right? If you just showed up like with these guys and just you, you exactly. People want to people want to be on a winning team. They do, they do, they absolutely do. And like, and um, you know, the people that I look to in ministry, they never ever did any fundraising. Massive ministries because they're thousands of people are getting healed. They're not yeah. even asking for cash. They're not. You couldn't find yeah. it anywhere. They're not telling you to sow seed. They're not saying give me your tide. Oh, we have to raise this money. The ones that are really doing it, 
They never even, you don't have to worry about it. All those needs are met, right? Because you're doing the, doing the work. It, it, and again, power in the name, right? Yeah. The name, the name wasn't just just for healing. I mean, the redemptive package, financial health, is one of the seven parts of health. Right. Jesus became, ri- you know, poor so we could be rich. My God shall supply all. That was another one. These guys tell me he's unable to do it. I can do all things through Christ. Another one we talk about: if my God will supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. Through Christ Jesus. Again, you're not in Christ. If you're asking somebody else to fulfill your needs, go to the Father, man. Yeah. Go to Jesus. You're not even believing in Jesus, let alone believing in the name. Right. I I hate to get on this, but the church is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking around, and it's, we're just powerless. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, uh <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting into the next part of this because I think I think you're right. I think it is it is when you when you step back and take an honest assessment, like why aren't we not why are we not seeing things happen today that are written that should be happening and and they happened then. We're the same. There is pockets of it out there. Yeah, we don't the, hear it because they're not you know that's not the majority of what's going on and right and and those folks are busy doing the work right <laughs> yeah. They don't have time for all the other. They don't. The other they're stuff. not out promoting yeah. it because they're out busy doing the work. Right. And, and, one guy in my mind, I'm like, he did it for like 40 years. Yeah. It was in a hundred and like 30 countries. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of people born again and healed. Yeah. Since the 1930s to all the way through, like he died in 2013. I mean, he's not. He wasn't out like fundraising and right. televangelism and telethon. They had him on his shows. People had brought him in. He never asked to be like they invited him. Like when God told him go, he would go. But. That wasn't, he wasn't out, he's not one of the big names. If I said the name, you probably wouldn't know it unless you were in those circles. Right. Did, you know, and I look to that guy as my example. Yeah. He's kind of like my spiritual great-grandfather, you know, if I track my lineage. Right. And each generation, it got a little squirrelier, you know. It's like, <laughs> go back to him, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, because what was what happens is what happened with the apostles. They stayed in Jerusalem. Get comfortable right. in there, and we want to stay there. And, and and like you said, you're not challenging status quo. You become a new status quo. Correct. That good big red flag. To, There's to, never yeah. Whenever you get yourself where you're comfortable, God ain't in that. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. <laughs> Why are you dropping bombs at the end like that? I know, right? <laughs> well, guys, I, I hope you all enjoyed our uh, episode today. Um, it's been a good discussion, and, and we'll continue along with this. The story is far from over, of course. If you have any questions, any feedback, comments, pre- please contact us. Reach out to uh, us via email, uh, logosuncovered at gmail.com. That's uh, logos logosuncovered at gmail.com. For Andrew Whitman, I'm Doug Brown. Sign off. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.